Omaha Supernova's postgame show brought to you by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. In front of an indoor record crowd of 11,918. At CHI Health Center, Omaha, Nebraska Pro Volleyball Federation action, the Supernovas improve to four and two. They're on a streak three in a row and a home win after a road trip against a team that, you, you know what, you hadn't faced, didn't know what you're going to get. Coach Saunders next to me. Coach Renee Saunders, talk to me. What's the story? What's the lead? Uh, sometimes you got to win the battle of ugly. I don't think that was the – I thought first set we were lights out. I mean, that might have been the best I've seen them play all year. Second, third, and fourth just kind of seemed like we were existing. But we turned it on, and we finished when we had to. So it was like a mix of a little bit of all the emotions with them that match. They had 38% kill. Um, kill efficiency hit 300 on the match which is fantastic um, held Orlando to only 160 our defense was really really good today let's go through who's the star of the game in your mind oh man uh, you know I don't like picking one player I right? know but that's why I keep asking you uh, put, me under <laughs> put me under pressure that's why I keep asking you know I'm gonna say Kendall I think Kendall White just keeps us in games with her, like, experience, her poise, her her play, her serve receive, her defense, and her ability, ability to communicate with her teammates. And, I mean, I think Bird is, Coach Bird has said before that she's the most blunt with her teammates. Um, but sometimes that's what you need in the moment to make things happen. And so... I think I think Kendall today, especially since it was a defensive, I felt more of a defensive effort from the from the Supernovas. Coach, what do the numbers say? What's the number that jumps out? First of all, on the good side, on the positive side, we can do good, bad, and ugly, but I think good, let's start there. Hitting 300 for a match is really good. Having 64 digs is really good. Um, those are both two things that stand out to me. We had 13 blocks, 14 positive touches, like lots of good things. Nine serves is a little bit more misses than normal, so I'm going to shift to the negative. Right. But it's really, that was... That was really the worst thing that we did was we missed some serves at inopportune times and a couple balls dropped at inopportune times. But as a whole, I thought that that it wasn't our prettiest best game. But sometimes you don't need your prettiest best game to win. When you when Coach Bird walks into the locker room, what's the first thing she's going to say to this team tonight? Probably that she's proud of them mm -hmm. because that seems to be a a universal message that she gives them she was proud of them on the road for how they played i think she's going to be proud of them for winning at home against a, with a really big crowd against a really good valkyries team um the next message is probably going to be that we need to clean up some things um you know we can't we can't have kind of the letdown that we had in the third set because you have that letdown that gives you the other team hope and we i like to tell my kids we want to crush hope so we want to make sure that we stay on our a game and keep the pedal to the metal so that the other side doesn't have hope. Yeah, there were several opportunities to just end it and finish it. You don't want folks to, to start feeling it. And Joe Gillen just ran by, and you just say, well, listen, on a night where she got it going, uh, Teeler got it going. They, they had different people on the, on the Orlando roster who stepped up and played hard. Even if they get, didn't get win, they played well. Who are the names that you want folks to remember when you're talking about Orlando? Jill Gillen. Carly Scott impressed me. First set, a little bit off, right? Yeah. But second, third, and fourth, Carly Scott did a really great job. And then Teeler, 
played out of her mind between the, her block and her attack. She's just so dynamic at the net, and I know she's not their normal starter. Like, it's Shina Joseph who rolled her ankle, and then it was Evans who came in and actually I thought gave us kind of a fit. And no one I. Yeah, and then there was no Anai today, which makes, I think, a big difference for their team over there. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot uh, to digest and a lot to break down. But for everything that was done in this space, uh, Murphy just ran by as well. She is, look, in this league, she covers well. She covers a lot of ground. She reads really well. A um, couple times we caught her, her base. She's very abnormal for a libero she gets a really really wide base and really dug in i was surprised at how well she could move out of that wide base because she was able to cover the middle of the floor despite the fact that her legs were were pretty wide i, I think we were both surprised because melissa evans came in and just showed out she played well she played really well and she actually impressed me when she came in in the last match that they played against columbus um shina goes down joseph with a Rolled ankles, Evan comes in, I think she gets a kill, she gets a back row kill, she gets a service ace. I mean, she was only in for the end end of the match, and she might have been the most impactful player in the time that she was in and the opportunities that she was given. Kaz Brown was all over the place and a factor. Your thoughts on, on the young lady uh, from Kentucky? Kaz Brown was terminating at 42%. She hit 370. I mean, she was unstoppable in the middle. When they passed well, she was a force to be reckoned with. When we were able to keep them out of system a little bit, uh, they didn't get to her quite as much. Same with MK White. She terminated at 40%, hit 200. Um, they're both really good middles. And I think what stands out the most of them is their arms are so long, they can just take a lot of space, and, and they're fun to watch play. Rivera was... I was given was Rivera. Some, yeah, like I was given notes on her before, and they said, "Listen, she may be the best athlete of the bunch in that on the volleyball court, she does everything at a high level." Is that a statement of truth? Yeah, I, I think she holds herself to a high level, a high expectation, and a high standard. She had 37 set assists. She had 13 digs. She didn't attack often, but when she did, she was at 33 percent efficiency. Missed a couple serves. I'm actually shocked she didn't have any aces. Because she's got to be in the top three in service aces. I mean, obviously, Betty De La Cruz is like a whole different yeah, level. Yeah, she's in a but different But then after too. Betty De La Cruz, I would think Wilma Rivera would be up there. Um, the if, Orlando, if Orlando yeah. figures, figures out their service woes, yeah. they're going to be one of the top four teams for Yeah, sure. this would have been a fifth set match. Yes. <laughs> yes. If they had figured out their serve. All facts. Um, let's switch sides of the net because I do want to talk about Brooke Nunn-Villors. Yep. And what she brought to the table. Listen, an impressive night. Uh, especially from the back row. Oh, yeah. You can tell they like to run that back row attack. <laughs> We're just going to keep setting it because it's really fun. Don't and it's it. really fast. Like, that's Ben's speed tempo that they're running back there. She's terminated, she terminated 34% today, hit 270, had 14 digs. I think, really, her her dig in that corner and some of those, like, little stretch plays that those she rescue made. rescue balls, yeah. They just she, – she put her team in – in position to to win rallies and she actually serve received really well today they only served her 12 times 57 um 25 of them were perfect kendall 42 percent perfect again she's just steady eddie back there well i was going to use steady eddie about just shaping landsman because she just was everywhere fluid smooth competitive yep she had 27 swings today 12 digs three blocks 30% kill efficiency, only hit 150. She didn't find the floor quite as much. 
She got blocked twice. She had two hitting errors, so that kind of took away from it a little bit. Um, but she also had eight kills. We only had two players in double-digit kills, which is rare for us to win with only two people in double-digit kills. Who were those two? Brooke Nunaviller and Betty De La Cruz. That's where I was headed. Let's talk about Betty and what she put together. Right. She, she has so many shots, and she has so much ability to, like, tool and tip and hit around and and she's she's just savvy with the way she plays the game she's very intelligent she makes good decisions um i feel like she's getting more and more comfortable with her team and more and more their communications becoming better and so i think we're going to continue to see and improve betty de la cruz each match out i i like the fact that sydney hilly just played like it everything that every time we called her name it was at top speed. It was it was high 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 efficiency. I I'm impressed by her and the fact that again, putting it, her into the starting lineup and to playing well enough to, to not have to go to to to, to Nadi uh, to keep this thing moving. Yeah, I think you know as a coach you want to trust the setter and the decision that you make. I, I think that Bird's probably going to talk to her about setting the middles a little bit more. They set the middles 24 times total set the outsides 76 times, and then set the right side 27. So definitely got to find a little bit more balance with the middle. And I think when we strayed from the middle is when, when really Orlando got going. And it's because we got predictable. But having that back row attack helps spread it out a little bit. But I know that the back row attack and the middles are two things that this team's going to have to be strong at by the end of the season if they want to win the league. Let's talk about the middle and Vuchkova. Uh still herself defensively what can they get from her offensively yeah was, she didn't block as many balls as i thought she would today she killed at 42 percent. she hit 420 i think the only they don't have, they have her for no hitting error so my guess is they gave that miss ball to yeah. sydney as a set error right but she had five kills on 12 swings which is pretty solid um i think it was a good opening for her in omaha i'm not sure why they took her out but she was um gunning her like had one of those massage guns on her quad. So she might even be dealing because she just came from China. So she might have some aches and pains from playing that are, that potentially, you know, four games in 10 days might be a lot for her. As a coach, when you look down the bench and you, you, you point at somebody, what you hope is that as they sit, uh, they do what this young lady did. Danielle Hart pulled the cape out of her uniform and went to work and helped them finish the fourth set. Yeah, she got three swings, got two kills, and they were both really important in that last set. Um, also had a couple digs and served pretty well. She had a well, one she serve went the there. Run. That was it. Yep, she had a little run back there too. So, I mean, that's that's the cool part about this team is, like, your number gets called. There's a lot of confidence that you can get the job done. Well, they're not asking. Coach Bird isn't asking players to do things they're not good at. Like no. that's, that's an excellence in coaching is identifying talent and then ex, uh, giving folks the opportunity to excel at it. Once again, let's get back to, to the person that I would call the star of the game. Kendall White was just brilliant. She was. She's just she's so consistent back there. She keeps us in system. I mean, she passed quite a few balls. She, I mean, she passed 12 balls. They really tried to serve at Betty, and that's what most people are going to do. Betty passed 40 balls. She got the majority of them, and then Brooke and, and Kendall got 12 each. Um, but 42% of balls that Kendall passed were perfect. And that's, and I would say she had a good match, not her best match, right? Like her best match, she's passing like 60% perfect. But she was still rock solid back there. She was digging balls. Pretty sure I saw her do the splits, still get the ball up. I mean, 
I think, but, but her leadership is just, I think that's the part that doesn't show up on the stat line for her. It's her leadership and her fire and her, her just like will to win. I think she instills that in, in her teammates. She lets the people around her excel at what they're good at. Yep. Like she's not asking them to be the super dig. She's all over the floor. Uh, you stay up. I got it. Uh, I'll take this. Yep. Me, you know, my knees will, will, will pay the price later. Uh, but <laughs> I will do that for you. What's the thing? What do we have to fix? What do the supernovas have to fix? It's a short turnaround before you get on a plane and you have to get things right. What do you have to work on? Well, they had, to, they had to Columbus on Wednesday for their first – Columbus's first home game, mm-hmm. third game of the season. They've yet to find a win. Um, they're almost to full strength. They look significantly better when they played Orlando this last time. Yes. I think the, the thing I would be telling to my team is that we've got to stay the course, right? Like we're not freaking out. We're not worried about maybe missing more serves than normal. Maybe our setter hair connection wasn't as good as normal and – Maybe this, maybe that. Like, I wouldn't worry about that. I just think you have to trust that you're going to continue getting better at all the things that you're doing and and still working on, you know, setting your middles and running your back row attack and having a tempo to your pins and passing the ball in the box and, and defensively pursuing everything you possibly can. I think if you're doing those things and things are going to go well for you, but if you get caught up and worry too much about what you didn't think went well, then you're going to miss out on an opportunity to get better at other things. Here's what we'll do with Florida Bank here when we come back. We'll get to the Supernovas themselves, have some conversations. I'll ask Rico to sit down as well, get his take and input. Coach Saunders, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to the Supernovas Radio Network. Omaha Supernovas postgame show brought to you by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Saunders. A little change of plans. We were planning on having Kendall White join us for the post game, but instead. Kendall decided to go hop in the shower before anybody could interview her. So we're going to try to get Tori Dixon out here. We'll get Tori Dixon and Coach Bird when she's done with her post game duties. I think I saw Tori going back with Bird, so we'll see. Maybe I'll throw both of them on, just have you lead the whole thing. Let's not do that. It'll be great. It'll, It'll be fantastic. It, it's not going to end well for me. <laughs> Coach, we could take heart, too. We could if we wanted. I could go get her real quick. Oh, here comes Kendall. Or you could go get her. Eh, either way. but Maybe Sydney grabbed Kendall. Somebody somebody will come join us at yeah. some point. But, Coach, back to 500 at home for the Supernovas. Two and two inside CHI Health Center. And it looks like we'll actually be joined. Thank you. You were going to be at Sydney. Kendall tried to avoid coming she did, on, but she didn't. Her her first radio interview with us, and she didn't want to join us. It's fine. Oh, I always want to be in public. We're good. Always want to be in front of the camera, right? Always. You love it. Yeah. Perfect for me. Go ahead, Coach. Ah, Kendall. <laughs> yeah. Steady Eddie back there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was a fun one tonight. We broke um, the record again in crowd, so that was sick. You guys have like the top four, top four fans, yeah. like numbers. Yeah, of course. I mean, I feel like, you know, one of the reasons I was really excited to be a part of this team was for the fan engagement. So I'm happy that it's living up to the reputation. It's pretty dope. I can't believe I saw you cover a ball and do the splits at the same time. 
Listen, we're stretching. I didn't pull anything, so we're good. Paul was up. I didn't pull anything. Perfect. <laughs> Biggest impact. I mean, you had 15 digs tonight. Obviously, you make an impact on the defensive end. But really, I don't feel like teams hit you a whole heck of a lot. I feel the same. I wish they would. Did you get annoyed? <laughs> yeah. You should probably talk to Bird about playing middle back yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like they avoided me a little bit tonight. I think their goal was to try to hit our, our setter and like off our hands on the block, um, which they did a nice job, especially in set three. But I think we combated that really well. Uh, later on, especially in set four. Agreed. How, how much has the defense changed with the addition of Vuchkova? I mean, getting up there and her having that massive block up front is probably contributing to you getting a, a few less uh, digs as well. Yeah, I think, um, you know, blocking defense around it, it's kind of like a dance, but, like, it depends on who you have, and you got to get to know each other's tendencies and things like that. And, you know, she just, like, got here from China. Um, she's Bulgarian, but she was playing in China, so she came out. But, um yeah, it's been great. She's a great addition to the team. I love her energy. She's awesome. But, you know, Dan came out and stepped up at the end, um, came out with some blocks and some great energy and service pressure. So I think we have a super, super deep bench. So, like, no matter who's stepping on the court, it's been really great. How do you – this is just – how do you manage to keep that energy for an entire – I mean, there's some super long rallies yeah. going on, and you just hop up at the end of it regardless, and, and you just have all of this. And how do you manage to keep that going? Um, I've been asked this question so many times in my life. I don't know. I was born this way. <laughs> um, you know, I can't really, like, say that it's something you can learn. I think I love the game a lot, and I, like, you know, things fire me up. I can't be the one scoring, so when somebody does something great up there, like, you know, I live for them. I'm a team player. It's team sport, and I just want my team to win and do well. So, I, I love how you play defense. Obviously, I love your energy. I love, like, what you bring to the court. But, honestly, the biggest impact you make is you are so automatic and serve-receive. Like, I feel like you could do it in your sleep. Is that a Coach Kesterson, a Coach Rose? Who are you going to attribute your phenomenal serve receive to? I think my serve receive has just been, like, ever-changing. I think I've learned something from every coach that I've ever had. And, like, Coach Rose, I think, did an amazing job of, like, forcing me to, like, I passed two for a season, you know, covering some court, like, a lot of range. I think Coach K, like, Coach Kesterson was really big on, you know, building me up and, like, making me believe that I could do anything. She was, like, always, like, you know, you have the green light. And um, I think it's evolved over time. I think that... You know, it's a mindset kind of thing. Like, you're like, serve at me. Like, give me the ball. Like, I, like I the want ball. the ball. And, yeah, I don't know. It just – I never used to be the service team libero, so it's nice that I've turned into one. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> avoiding you. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're avoiding bit. you. I know, I know. 100%. Like, I know. You don't get a ton of balls. Yeah, yeah. They like to serve Betty. That's true. That's true. But she, but she does a great job, so that's fine. Yeah, she exactly. does. Exactly. Don't do that. Betty, <laughs> you're, you're next on this. She's an animal. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I promise. She's going to pretend she doesn't speak English. That's yeah. what she's saying right there. Yeah. She can. Don't let her fool you. And she speaks it pretty well, actually. She's perfectly fine. She just. You she know. did that before. We the had good the thing is Rico here. speaks Spanish. Just just a bit. Well, I understand it a lot there more than go. I speak it, but I can I can manage. You'd make it was your... funny because the, the first time we had media here, she had, she dragged Naughty with her, and she just goes, I'm not going to answer in English. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't. She answered in Spanish. had not yep. to translate for it, but it was uh, fine. All good. Keeping it on um, mm. on the serve receive, does it, and, you know, Betty just walked by, does it help having somebody who serves like Betty, you know, in practice to kind of get ready for the serves that you're seeing from Orlando? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think Betty obviously has one of the best spin serves in the country, in the world. Um but, like, also the setter from Orlando has one of a lefty spin serve that's completely different tail. Like, we had a lefty coach, Jazz um, Schmidt. She's great, and she was coming out here spinning with us. But, yeah, I mean, I think, again, Betty is one of the best servers in the world. So, of course, it helps mm-hmm. uh, when you've prepared with one of like one people like her. So, yeah, it makes my life easier. I've nicknamed you the sweaty kid. Oh, yeah. my gosh, I know. Okay, listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, I don't sweat my armpits. I only sweat on my knees. It's like a That's condition. That's where I sweat too. Oh my gosh! It's like when I'm t- when I'm going for a jog, I'm dripping in my socks. I'm like, what's really? happening? Yeah, it's very weird. I think it's because it's I like it comes right out of your kneecap, right? Yes. Nope. I, like, I had the same thing. So yeah. maybe it was like a defensive specialist type Has thing. To be. Because I don't feel like I can say this because I was a sweaty yeah, kid. She keeps yes. mentioning every time you dive on the floor and she goes, Oh, she's going to have to clean that up. Oh it's my a sweaty God. kid out there. I've been hearing this forever. I remember. Has like, this been your whole life? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, especially like from college on. Um, I never used to wipe the floor when I was in club. I probably almost killed people a few times. <laughs> but um, I remember like I would be in college and people would be like, She doesn't even need to wipe the floor. I was like, Yes, I do. Like, I I'm going to kill someone. I was like, we need to wipe the floor. It wasn't uh, a stall tactic. No, it was like, not legit. a stall tactic. I was like, listen, I want to go fast. Like, <laughs> One time we were wiping the floor and you weren't even on the court. I'm like, I, wait a minute. Who I is know. it? I was like, oh. There I was one time. Ask. Yeah, I told the ref. I was like, this one wasn't me. Just yep. give me a second. <laughs> I had to ask. Yeah. I promise this wasn't me this <laughs> yeah. time. What are we thinking for Columbus? What, uh, what are the Novas? What are we going to try to improve upon before we play on Wednesday? Yeah, we were just talking about this. Um... There was a few things that we want to hit. I don't know if I want to tell everyone. Well, no, you don't. Like, but I'm, no, don't I'm give kidding. us the secrets. No, no, no. Not the secrets. Like, yeah. you know, just like on a nonchalant, not scouting report plan ways, what yeah. are some things that we need to do better than we did tonight? I think that we came out and we, act, like, we kicked butt in those first two sets. And I think just remembering that, like, every team in this league is good and no one's going to lay down and expect, you know, you to just walk all over them. They're going to come back and fight and remember, like, and respect every opponent by beating them as like, well as we can and respecting them for every point. I think that we kind of, like, swoop down a little and just kind of like, you know, like, maybe we'll win, maybe we'll not in that third set. And we had to come back out in the fourth and, you know, bring some energy again. So just not expecting somebody to lose. I think the word word Bird uses, and I use it as well, is urgency. Absolutely. Like, as soon as you become complacent on your side and they're Mm -hmm. the more aggressive team, then all of a sudden now anything can happen. And so, like what you're talking about, we talked about, too, about crushing hope. Right? Absolutely. So if you want to give people hope, then you kind of like lay back and become a little complacent. But yeah. you want to crush hopes and dreams. Exactly. Exactly. And just doing what you can to the best of your ability and not slacking off. How, so much, you, go ahead. how important was the road trip coming at the time that it did? You know, you guys, your first three games are at home. You're mm-hmm. one and two going on a two-game road trip. And obviously you guys go 2-0, and come back home and win a game against Orlando. But how important was that road trip and going 2-0 and for the camaraderie on this team and just bringing you guys closer together, especially with Vuchkova joining you guys mm-hmm. for the road trip? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have been very lucky on this team. Um, from beginning of training camp to now, like, we've all really bonded. Like, we really like each other. We have not had any spats or anything like that, which is pretty rare on a female team, I'm not going to lie. Um, so it's pretty great to see that, like, we're just bonding a lot. And so, with, like, with the trip, we all got to get a little bit closer with our roommates and stuff like that. And I think that's just allowing, like, from bench to court, and, like, no matter who's playing, you know, we're cheering each other on. And I feel like that's just really helping, like, us as a group together. I and guess. I feel like that's rare, too, because in a professional sport, mm-hmm. you'd feel like it's more like – about me it is right it is. not me but like yeah more yes, self more selfish it's all about you it's, Renee. it's more selfish <laughs> it you is have to worry right about your like, own career that's true yeah like but at the same time like something i've noticed about you guys since day one watching practices from you know the early training camp to the like mini camp before is that it never seemed that way watching mm-hmm. you guys yeah it yeah. seemed like it was always like helping each other even though that person might beat me out if i help them yeah absolutely and i think like you can look at it two ways Right. You can look at it one way where you're like, all right, like I have to be selfish. Like it's got to be me. Like I got to perform well. So my career goes well. But on the other hand, like we're all on this team right now and we all have one goal. And whether you're driven by money, you want to get that, you know, bonus at the end. It doesn't matter if you're a bench or on the court. It matters if you win. Right. And so you got to do whatever you can and whatever you can give to the team like, to win. 
And I think that's the way we're looking at it. Like, we're looking at it like, all right, no matter who's stepping on the court, we want to win, period. So I think that's just something that we've figured out together, and we've really been working hard with um, – like our like mental coach and he's been great dr larry widman yep he's been great and you know he's got his book out like max out and stuff when we've been doing like our worksheets and things like that and like we have some pillars and it's been really great for That's us awesome. to build on especially some international girls who've never done it so it's been cool well kendall thank you so much for joining us and we will definitely be having you on again sometime <laughs> in the near future <laughs> take, take me whenever i'll and be out a little soon. i promise you i'm not forcing you out but we are going to get to your coach Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> out. So Thanks, we are going to switch over. We're not going to go to a break. We're going to have you set that down. We'll all bring right. Coach Bird in here. Thank Six. you, Kendall. Thank you, guys. Uh, Bye. Good job. More breaks. <laughs> and we're going to welcome in Coach Bird whenever she's done talking right over there. But how important is, I mean, the sweaty kid to the, the, this team just going along as the, as the season progresses and all of the energy that she provides and the ability to, you know, not let a ball touch the court at all. I think it's just consistency. Like, you know what you're going to get out of her night, night in and night out, and so that allows you to kind of not worry about it. I think mm -hmm. when you don't know what you're going to get from someone, you spend more time worrying about it. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that smile. Tiny little baby. He's so the cute. Tiny little baby. We're and we here. welcome in yeah, you're the here. coach, Co Coach Bird. I know DP Hi. said it at the last. I know DP said it at the last game, but this, ladies and gentlemen, is a winning streak. <laughs> it's a winning streak. Two yeah. on the road, one at home. Back to 500 at home. Mm -hmm. What was what was different about today's match as opposed to maybe one on the last one on the road in Vegas? Uh, I think we started clean, and it was funny because we didn't even pass that well. But our offense, shoot, Thomas was like telling me the numbers after that set first set, and I was like, dang. But it was really our pins. We didn't even. It was, I said something, you'll appreciate this, because I was like, it is whatever to nine, and we hadn't set our middles yet at all. But they were just on them, and our pins were just lighting them up. So, yep. I mean, but that's what happens when you have a balanced offense and they scheme a certain way. I, I Props to Sid. I mean, she was finding them one-on-ones and making it happen. Yeah, I mean, that's what we were talking about. Like, when you look at it in retrospect, right, you had Brooke with 41 swings again. You have Betty with 35 swings again, and then your middles get 12, 12, and 3. And I think that where we kind of slipped was obviously when, because we hadn't really established our middle. Right. And so then we had to try to go back to it. And there was little connection issues and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, but I feel like this is something, like when I'm thinking, if you want to win this league, yeah. would you consider your mid setter middle connection a vital part of that happening? For sure. For sure, because we need that balance. And whether we start with it, you always want to kind of set the tone with it. But you have to have that rhythm so that it's consistent. You have to be consistent with it. So we'll get back on that. Obviously we hit the road again and I kind of like our team on the road. So that's fun. Um, but it was fun. It was great to be back here in this atmosphere today. Obviously it's a big weekend, President's Day weekend with this, this group and the club tournament. It's so cool for our sport. Like it's so special. I thought going into the game, looking at like Kaz Brown and um, MK White, I really thought that they would be more a force at the net, mm -hmm. but it was opposite. Like, we ended up with 13 kills, 14 positive touch, or 13 blocks, 14 positive touches. They only had six. Yeah. That shocked me. Well, we talked about them being very dominant defensively. Right. Like we knew they were going to be good blockers middles-wise, but I think their, their plan was to stay with our middles, and we just didn't go to them. Right off the bat, we went to the pins. And, again, props to our setters, Sid, and the way Nazi and her communicate, but I think – them reading the game and then reading the court live, I mean, that's what it was. In yeah, that third set, I mean, how do you balance the 
you know, we should take a timeout and try to quell this run and letting your players go and try to squash it themselves in that third set when Orlando was just starting to pull away a little bit? Um, I'm always hesitant to call timeouts because I do want to, like, empower that trust. And we do have a veteran team, and I think they're very mature. And so once I took the timeout, after that, I'm like, okay, we're going to make a sub. We're either going to, you know, and they were the, – the staff is so awesome with, like, just we're constantly talking about things and what to do next and what changes to make. And it came from both, dubs up, dubs up, you know, because we'd gone just setters before. Um, but in that moment, it just seemed right to, to go Nia and Nati to kind of get a spark or kind of slow them down somehow um, and then kind of let us grind out of it. And we did to, for the most part. I honestly, at one point, it was 21 to 16 or something. And I said, or even more, 14. And I said, two three-point swings and we're back in this yep. like this is the challenge how can we take momentum back and get ourselves all the way back in this to actually finish in the third and that's the type of stuff that you have to have a mindset um and kind of just always have that conversation with the team and a group of them well one thing though that you did no matter what when you got to that point 20 for the most part you guys finished so like things you've been talking about before was like finishing eliminating runs do you think that you did those two things today yes i think we slipped up in the third and let them get away. And that was us. I mean, it wasn't like they were, yeah, uh, what's her name was serving, but it wasn't because we weren't passing. It was because we weren't executing. Right. You know, so just knowing that control that you have and being able to take that momentum back sooner. And one of the players that uh, was drafted by Omaha but ended up getting traded, Joe Gillen, how, I mean, you guys obviously did your homework on her and yeah. saw what she could do, but having it, you know, on the other side of the net, mm -hmm. how was that seeing that and trying to combat what she was able to do? Jill's awesome. I love her. I feel like I've known her forever. Um, we knew. I mean, she's so she's such an explosive player, and she's so aggressive um, in how she attacks, but how she plays the game in general. Uh, so we knew we had to contain her, manage her offensive production, um, but honestly go at her. I think we served her. We were trying to, like, kind of put it on her a little bit. And so just figuring that out, she's also a rhythm player, so you can't just keep it on her when she's finding that rhythm. Um, and so just balancing that. Did you know ahead of time that Carly Scott was going to be starting for Adora and I? No. So that was kind of a surprise. Mm -hmm. And she seemed a little off in the first set, but once she got going, yep. she did a, very, a really good job. Yes. She's a very smart player, and uh, she moves the ball. She sees the court. Um, and so, yeah, we did not know that until they were calling the starting lineups. Uh, Surprise. But that's the name of the game, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, do you know why Anai didn't play? No. I was hoping I'd see her play today. Right. I Well, <laughs> that would have been a completely different match. I she, she was, was putting something on her on her shoulder back there. The trainer was putting something on her before the match started. Well, I mean, I think we're all in this grind of they had a match. They literally traveled on their what would be a day off. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if they're just kind of managing the loads because they're going to continue to have matches like we will now. Mm -hmm. Um but that's the thing. We don't know. I saw that Teela was active last night, so I talked to Amy before the game, and I'm like, hey, she's going to light us up, isn't she? Because I know her from she's Kentucky, a player. and I love that kid. Like, and so I, it was, But it's awesome to see these players come in and like compete the way we know they will. Teela is back there playing defense and back row attacks, and I'm like, here from we go. From middle blocker <laughs> to, yes. to right side I'm back like, row. Here we go. Yeah, she, after it. she's a freak at the yes. net as far as, like, how high she jumps, how strong she is with her block. And I, I thought Evans, did, like two players in the, that played the same position were probably the most impactful ones in the game other than the middles, Yep. which was phenomenal for me. So what's next? What do we got coming up this week? How are we going to get ready for our next road trip? So we will practice tomorrow. We'll push it back later. 
um, and then we hit the road on Tuesday. So we literally do a little bit of something tomorrow and then head to Columbus on Tuesday and go straight to Orlando to play again on Sunday. So we'll have kind of an extended break and be in Orlando um, to kind of regroup, but then we play them again. And that'll be, I'm sure, it's going to be a different match, probably a different lineup, and we just have to be ready on our side and execute. And they have a decent crowd to the, in at UCF as well. It's going to be a good atmosphere. Yeah, I, Amy and I talked about that too because she asked me about Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, and I said that's a legit venue, and I think theirs will be similar. It's a, that, that yep. similar It'll size. It'll be fun. I was going to ask you about that because you play Orlando, what, three of the next six yes. matches? Yes. So how do you, you know, is it keeping it much of the same in this one? I mean, you got the win, so do you try mm -hmm. to keep it much of the same? Or are there obviously there's going to be some little changes that you probably tweak? Oh, we're going to tweak some things. I don't think we were – it was a clean win, but I don't think it was as clean as we would want it to be in certain situations. Um, we were going hard and defensively scrapping, but there are still plays that we could clean up. I mean, there was a couple times when it's just the communication of Kendall running for a ball, Brooke and Betty running for mm -hmm. balls, and, like, being more assertive with our communication. But I love yeah. how hard they're going, so you can't say, really I, don't, fault him. I don't see it in practice, but seeing Betty on the floor for the first time in, like, the first five matches was a little scary. Yeah, but <laughs> that's – I mean, we see it. There were other times when I'm like, yeah, let's go, girl. Let's get it. But she wasn't <laughs> – she was going to keep her feet in place with that ball that Brooke, like, took her out. Mm -hmm. We were like, all right. <laughs> Just call the ball. <laughs> It'll work. Use your words. We'll figure it out. But, yeah, but, it, I mean, it, but they go hard, and that's the thing. We have – players and they're going to make plays so that's all you can ask for good stuff fantastic that's all i got all I congratulations coach Thank three in a row feels good to be home feels good that we're still together all of us you know I it's feel great safe we're having fun this is what we do <laughs> that's what we do this is where we live. that ladies and gentlemen is going to do it for the next ag appraisal and realty post game show here live from chi health center omaha supernovas three and oh on this la these last three games, one game over 500 on a winning streak. Thank you all for listening to the Supernovas Radio Network.